to This is the Day with Pastor Wade Scarborough. It is our prayer that something is said or done to make your walk through this journey called life a little lighter and brighter. You can follow Pastor Wade at Real Pastor Wade on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. He looks forward to walking with you on this journey together to breakthrough, victory, redemption. Pastor Wade is anointed and experienced in multiple areas of life. God uses him to have us look at our challenges in ways we may never have seen before. Now the moment we've all been waiting for, Pastor Wade Scarborough. This is the day. This is the day. This is the only day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. What's up? Ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy. It's Pastor Wade with This Is The Day. Man, how y'all been? It's like ages. But I know it was just last week. <laughs> but that's just how much I miss you guys. Listen, you know what it is. It's an honor and privilege, my honor and privilege, that y'all taking the time out to uh, your life to join me on this journey that we call live. Listen, I don't take that for granted at all. Y'all could be doing anything. I know stuff is opening back up. Listen, I just got back from Vegas and, uh, you know, the governor had told everybody one day, you know, everybody's wearing masks. Next day, the governor says, well, listen, we don't have, y'all don't have to wear a mask no more. So uh, all the hotels changed everything. I was like, oh, we're free. Then I come back to Cali prison. Dang. <laughs> but I guess stuff's supposed to be opening back up in the Cali, but shout out to Georgia, Florida, Texas, all those free states out there. I appreciate that. But listen, I'm back. I'm excited. Uh, we got an exciting conversation we're going to talk about today. And listen, for those joining us for the very first time, I do not take that lightly at all. I love and appreciate you, even though I don't know you. I know somebody said, I know he don't love me because he don't even know me. Listen, if you're taking the time off to join this conversation, I do love you and appreciate you and little do you know i still pray for you as well i pray for all my listeners everybody within the sound of my voice i always pray for you so because i know we're all experiencing different things in these crazy times so let me let you know what this conversation is all about we like discussing very topic that the church body does not talk about on a sunday or at a bible study or shut down from talking about it all together because of the sensitive nature of the subject all of us no matter what you think feel or believe without judgment will not be made to feel like your feelings or opinion are not valid and we can have a true honest conversation freely keeping it 100 like my boy tv says here on this is the day with pastor wade and definitely a shout out to my peoples all my boys and all my friends that support me and listen to this show as well uh, enjoying the conversation i appreciate you guys i don't take that lightly at all but listen for those joining us for the very first time, if you haven't uh, joined any of our other conversations, we have other conversations that you can always access on any podcast platform that you use. So we're on the disciplines of faith. Today, we're going to be talking about the discipline of surrender. The last conversation we had was discipline of obedience. That was a two-part, but also there's pretty more other uh, disciplines. And before this conversation, it was uh, how to apply faith. We always talk about half faith, how faith, but how do you really 
really apply it. Now we're into the disciplines of faith. And before the how to apply faith, it was how to treat one another, which, man, that will never go out of style. That is something that is very relevant at any day and age, any time, anywhere. So definitely go back and join those conversations as well. And then and for those that are interested in relationship, because everything begins and ends in relationship. We talked about the 10 principles for a successful relationship, whether it be business, personal, financial, romantic, it doesn't matter. You're going to need relationships some way, shape, or form. You guys always hear me say, I don't care what millionaire, billionaire says. If they use the word self-made, they are a liar. And you can tell them Pastor Wade said that. Because why are they a liar? There's nobody on this planet that is a self-made millionaire. Why? Because you always need people. A relationship had to be formed somewhere. You're going to need customers somewhere, shape, or form. Somebody helped you, gave you the idea. You were struggling, whatever. It don't matter what happened. You're going to need a relationship somewhere. So you're not self-made. That is so selfish and egotistical. Anybody that used that terms. I know people have made millions of dollars off that. I'm a self-made millionaire, but that's a self-made lie. See, y'all got me started already, but it's all good. For those, Joe, we ready to get jump into this. So, you know, we have a tradition here, just like on the plane. I was actually laughing when I was on the plane going to Vegas, uh, you know, because once they start saying their little announcement every day, I was like, that's what we do on the show because that's where I got it from. So we're going to take off in this plane together and we always make sure our seat and tray tables are in the upright and locked position. Any turbulence you feel on this plane is God shaking at the very root what does not belong on this plane. And if you're listening with somebody, which I hope you are, <laughs> look at them and say, you ready? Look back at them and say, I'm ready. Then let's go. Oh, yeah. What is discipline? We always got to start with that. Discipline is an activity. It's an exercise or regiment that develops or improves a skill or a training. It's an activity, exercise or regimen, something you do over and over, like religiously, that develops. It's developing you and improves a skill or training. So we're going to talk about the discipline of surrender. And like I said before, if you haven't listened uh, and joined our other conversations, listen to those. Listen, we had the discipline of prayer, repentance, confession, meditation, fullness, kingdom mentality, uh, gratitude, uh, submission, uh, obedience, and now surrender. And here, some of the questions you should ask yourself is how do I exhibit a life of surrender daily? How can I develop the willingness to be more disciplined? person who realized I am filled by uh, Christ. Also, what blocks surrender from working and being exhibited in me? Yeah, that's huge. People don't like to surrender. Uh, how can I initiate surrender and discipline myself to carry it out? And another question you should ask yourself is, what can I do to make surrender function better, stronger, and faster, even in times of uncertainty and stress, kind of like now in this world that we're living in the present day? There are some different scriptures for that. I will have those posted as usual. On my Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, you can always hit me up at Real Pastor Wade, and Wade is spelled W-A-I-D on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, and you can get the different scriptures as well uh, as I post them. But we're going to use one scripture real quick and then get into what is the discipline of surrender. We're going to go to, uh, what did I decide? Let's do Luke 22, 41 through 42. And it says, and you know when I use scripture, we got to keep everything in context because you know I'm big about context. And listen, if anybody uses the scripture because a lot of people are using scripture right now way 
out of context. And it was a pet peeve of mine. We always remember, if you take the word text out of the word context, all you are left with is a con. Crickets. Man, see, I, it got quiet already. Listen, y'all know a lot of people are conning folks out there with using scripture. Oh, follow the laws of the land. That's what Jesus said. Jesus ain't never said that. Ever. Matter of fact, he defied whatever the laws, whatever the Pharisees and Sadducees did, he did the exact opposite because he was bound by heaven, whatever his father was. He was about his father's business, but I'm going to leave that alone because I don't want to get in trouble. Well, I kind of do, but not yet. <laughs> so, Luke uh, 22, 41 through 42, and it said, and he was drawn from them about a stone's throw, and he knelt down and prayed, saying, Father, See, about his father's business, not about the government's business. Father, if it is your will, take this cup away from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. So this is where Jesus is in the Garden of Gethsemane. And this is where he had to surrender to his father's will and not his will. Because, listen, he knew it was about time. He was about to be betrayed. They were coming for him. Uh, he was about to die on the cross for every single person within the sound of my voice. Every single person in this world. He did that for whether you believe that or not. Oh, boy. I think it got quiet again. Yeah, it got quiet again. Yeah, for you, too. For the one that says, oh, I don't believe in Jesus. No, he died for you, too. And for the one that says, well, I don't know. Yeah, he died for you too. I'm, I'm just here to say it. So whether you believe it or not, here's my thing. God believes in you. All righty then. So the discipline of surrender means we trust our Lord Jesus Christ and all things without doubt or fault in our faith. We let go of our hold on our perceived rights, agendas, and opinions that are not lined up to his in this way. We can surrender to his love and embrace God's will for our lives, live his way in holiness and become a benefit to the lives of others. We come before God, here we go, and under new management of his. The discipline of surrender is a discipline because we have to make it a daily decision and a practice. It is something we may never perfect or perfect, uh, but we can aim our best to carry it out. It comes to us when we are willing and able to, and I'm holding up bunny quotes, cast all of our anxiety that is our cares on him. You can find that in 1 Peter 5 and 7. This denotes being active in our faith with humility. For all my people that think they're uh, all that in a bag of chips, everything has to be done in humility and dependence on him. So we trust God to direct our lives. We are benefited and liberated when he is in control and we need not worry or fear. Understand this. Watch this. Life is not about our circumstances. Here we go. It is about how we learn and grow in him by our trust, faith and obedience and surrender helps us. I know somebody was like, how does surrender help us? You you think surrender is that just waving the white flag? Somebody going to take you hostage, take control of you? No, that is not surrender. It is also about being repentant of one's behaviors and attitude. Furthermore, it is about being totally dependent upon God and producing a better attitude that creates better actions. We have to work on the discipline of giving our will over to him. Surrender liberates us from our fears past and conditions oh boy here's something else y'all better watch this listen closely y'all i'm telling you this is some good stuff 
What is surrender is not is bondage. Oppression, allowing others to manipulate you or being abused. Let me say that again. What surrender is not is bondage. It is not oppression. It is not allowing others to manipulate you or being abused. Like when you're, we're all signing up to be used some way, shape, or form. Somebody said, just said, I ain't signed up to be in use. Of course you are. If you're serving in any capacity, of course you're signing up to be used. You're not signing up to be misused. And that is the problem. We got companies misusing people. The government is misusing people, misusing information, just misuse of everywhere. Oh boy. Oh boy, do I have any friends left? Okay, let me keep going. It means being released from the bondage of self to follow Jesus and live in liberty. Surrender is not about I can't or I won't or I have given up. It is not about defeat, but it is all about trust. It is allowing God to love us and feeling and knowing him. The result, here we go, is knowing that our God is trustworthy as Lord and guide for our lives. Watch this. Submission is not a mindless act we undertake. It is a freedom we have. It is not something we merely do superficially. Rather, it comes from our innermost being, from our growth in Jesus. It's really that growth in that relationship with him. See, you know, a lot of people want to do the... Uh, I'm in relationship with the universe. I'm going to cast the universe. You're in relationship with something. You just better find out what that is. Listen, whether you want to call him God, Jesus, whatever you want to call it, you better find out exactly what it is. You are in relationship. And understand this. The devil blesses too. Oh, boy. Yeah, the devil blesses too. So you better find out what you're actually in relationship with. Because when you're surrendered, you're surrendering, uh, especially like in marriages or friendships, stuff like that. You're surrendering to the friendship. You're allowing each other to use each other, not in a bad way. Remember, you're not to be misused, but you guys are supposed to use each other for each other's benefit. That is not a bad thing. You're not supposed to manipulate people, which manipulation is really only a movement of pieces. So what happens is people like to move people or manipulate them or move the pieces only for their benefit instead of the benefit or a win-win situation for everybody. Oh boy, somebody just got mad at me. But it, it is true. If if we're in a relationship with each other, what is the benefit that both of us bring to relationship? So we both want to use that benefit, right? Or y'all don't like the word use. Is that it? <laughs> well, you can find another word for it, but we're using each other one way, shape, or form. So uh, what you don't want to do is misuse each other. Oh, boy. Y'all love me. I mean, do y'all understand what I'm saying? Hit me up. Real Pastor Wade at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And remember, Wade is spelled W-I-D. Let me know if you understand what I just said about that, because that is very crucial and clear. If not, we can have the dialogue and go back and forth, and I can explain to you even more. But we got to keep on moving so again submission is not a mindless act we undertake it is a freedom we have it is not something we merely do superficially rather it comes from our innermost being from our growth in jesus our conviction and then our obedience in him and is honed by our inward attitude to him submitting here we go means we are yielding to the power and authority of our God. It is not a submission to a conqueror and we are not unwilling captives. 
Remember, I just said that. Rather, we submit to one who is superior, who loves us ever so deeply and who has our best in mind and in his hand. That's why we surrender to God. He always has our best interest. So why wouldn't you submit to him? Oh, boy. I know some of you are going, well, if God really cared, why is all this stuff happening in the world? But listen, has he been protecting you? Is everything still working out? You may not have every single thing you want, but you may have everything that you need. There's a big difference there. So before you start looking at God and talking about God, why is all this happening? Listen, look at how, look at your relationship with him. Has he been protecting you during everything that's going on? Listen, I, for one, can say, listen, even though I live in the world, God has watched over me and my family during this time. And I'm thankful to him for that. Listen, and but my heart still goes out to those that are having different challenges in this time and not saying that I'm better than anybody, anybody that has made it through unscathed. Listen, we are not better than anybody, but listen, there's always hope in God. God is always the turnaround specialist, no matter where you are. That's the beauty about God. God meets us exactly where we are. All you got to do is trust him. Believe in him. You got to surrender to him because guess what? You may not believe in God, but God definitely believes in you. So rather we submit to one is superior or who loves us ever so deeply and who has our best in mind in, in his hand. With this discipline of surrender, we need not fear our circumstances or what others may think. Our fears do not drive us. God and his precepts do. The only thing we should fear is sin and our reverting to our sinful nature as a driving force. Listen, this thing walking with God ain't easy, y'all. I'm just telling you, just having faith is not easy. Your faith is tested in many different ways. Trying to apply it daily is uh, also a challenge sometimes. Listen, I don't care if you're the bishop of all the tutus. It don't matter. Uh, they all, every single one of us from the top down has different challenges in faith. You know why I don't know? Because look at what all the bishops and pastors, how they reacted to everything going on in the world today. That tells me a lot about where their faith is, where their trust in God is, where their belief is. It tells me a lot just by their actions. I'm going to leave that alone before I get a call from the bishop of the tutus and being mad at me, which I don't care. Because I'll be like, listen here, bishop. I, me and him would just have a dialogue. It wouldn't matter to me. But <laughs> anyway, here's another question. What happens when we do not practice this discipline? I'm glad you asked. We will remain in bondage of our worries, fears, and faulty thinking. Oh, boy. We will remain in our bondage of worries? Is any, anybody know anybody like that? Our fears? Anybody know anybody like that? Or faulty thinking? Anybody know anybody like that right now with faulty thinking? Woo, I got a list. I got a list right now. I know love keeps no record, but Jesus, I got a list right now. There's some people that can't talk to me. Don't, I don't want you to talk to me because, listen, it, it, I can't. I can't just listen to faulty thinking, your fears or worries. I can't do it. I have to scroll over stuff in Facebook. I can't even read no more because there's people that say so much dumb stuff. And this is church folk, people that have been in church talking about they walking with God in the cool of the day for years. And I'll be like, why are we doing that? But I'm going to leave that alone. Thus, we will not be able to follow Jesus 
effectively or live in his liberty. We will have no victory or hope. We will have pride and or worry as our best friends and not content of a trusting relationship with Jesus. Then we will have no fulfillment, joy, or contentment in life. Be warned. Warning. Warning. Pride is the opposite of submission. It will destroy our relationships and church fast and furiously. This is why God hates it so much. We will also refuse to value others and we will become the connivers, gossipers, and producers of evil and reproach. We will not value God's ideas and plans will focus only on our fears and our past hurts to be confident in jesus and be used by him here we go we need him to empower us with the mindset of submission and his empowering we will reap a great benefit and that is first john 4 and 13 understand this the discipline of surrender is usually used as a synonym for submission and obedience, but it has different characteristics and purpose. Our surrender is more of a form of meekness where our strength and agendas are given over to our Lord. This helps our submission stay firm because we realize God's provision for us. When we realize God's provision, this will help us agree to obey because our ways are under his control for his greater good and purpose. It allows us to take hold of the goodness, blessings, and opportunities that he has for us. We will be more joyful as well as more content and fulfilled as disciples of Christ. Understand how important surrender is in the scriptures. In Galatians 5, right after the definitions of the bad fruit and good fruit from the spirit is this statement. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the sinful natures with his passions and desires. That's Galatians 5.24. Perhaps many skip over this point and miss its, its significance impact. Understand this. In doing so, here we go. We miss the point on how we get his fruit to flow more fruitfully in and through us. Otherwise, we have a hose of life that we bind, cutting off the flow of his Holy Spirit, our hurt and our pride. To grow in Jesus require us to let go of the hose and let him flow, flow, like the Jedi say, flow, let the force flow through you in and through us. To allow his spirit to flow more, we must endeavor to rid ourselves of what hinders us and release our grip on wrong things that tantalize us. We must focus on the disciplines of the Bible reading, meditation, devotions, and the rest. And what I what have I told you guys before? Listen, it don't matter what motivational book you read, what inspirational book you read, how to, whatever. All of it. All of it. Every author, writer, whatever. All of it came from the Bible some way, shape, or form. There is not one motivational book, inspirational book I have not read. And what happens is they use the principles of the Bible, but they just take God out of it. Oh, boy. It got quiet right there. I know somebody hated to hear that. Somebody thought they was the guru of the guru of everything. I am sorry, but that is a fact. <laughs> now, the discipline of surrender 
is essential for our spiritual growth. It usually comes after we submit to Jesus with our commitment and resolve to yield our will, mind and body over his will and purposes. And then we are better able to hear, receive and obey his word. We will realize our need as led by the spirit to surrender. And then we will be better to able to obey. Something has to happen before we can effectively trust in God. And that's something in our trust in him. The less doubt we have, the more faith we have, and the greater ability to grow in him and be of greater use. Wait a minute. I thought some people don't want to be used. We all signed up to be used. What I say, we don't sign up to be misused. That's by by God, by uh, your friends, your families, your spouse. You're not signing up to be misused, but you are signing up to be used. And what are you there for? That means somebody's irrelevant. If if there's no mutual benefit, you better listen to my 10 principles of relationship. If there's no mutual benefit, one of us is irrelevant. If both of us are the same, one of us is irrelevant. So what do you bring to the table? Oh boy, man, I can go on for days and days and days with that one. The ultimate battle in life is not with arms. It is with wills. The discipline is not about choosing suffering or bondage. It is about following God's will, regardless of cost. This means we surrender our will to his. This means we are focused upon building our lives on his precepts and not ours. The only way to be real, be real, be real. Yes, is real. Oh, see, I'm sorry. I caught the spirit right there. Authentic follower of the Lord Jesus is to deny here we go. What we want and pursue what he wants. That's John 3, 29 through 30 and Galatians 5, 24. This means, here we go, that who we are and how we are to God and others around us is essential. We must never be stumbling stone. My mom always used to say, I don't want to be a stumbling block to you. And I'm like that too. If I'm a stumbling block to you, I just not need not to be in your life. There's no reason for me to be there if I'm a stumbling block. Uh, so we never want to be a stumbling block trying to meddle with God's plan for ourselves or other. We must conduct ourselves with the utmost integrity. That's Psalms 15. And that points to his example. Jesus does not force us to submit and surrender. He models it for us to follow. Remember what we started off with the scripture. Uh, we said in the Garden of Gethsemane, he said, God, let your will, not my will be done. He said, listen, take this cup from me if, if you want to, but I'm not going to set it down. I'm going to do what you want me to do is basically what he said. Sometimes we have to do that when you're talking about surrender. You're going to have to surrender to something. I know we got boss hogs out there, you know, uh, it, it, you know, everybody want to be a boss, but nobody want to go through boss training. They just think being a boss is giving orders. No, 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 no. Do you know as a boss, you surrender, you also submit to your people that are following you? Oh, I'm going to leave that one alone. I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave that alone. Come on, y'all. That That is a fact when you talk about a leader. In order to be a great leader, you have to be a great follower. And if you're going to, and the more people you lead, the more you surrender and submit. Like, quote unquote, the president of the United States is supposed to be a servant of the people. He's supposed to be submitting to the people, even though that is not a fact. <laughs> that is not true whatsoever. They do whatever, as you can see, they are taking billions, trillions of dollars out, spending the money, like doing whatever, not fulfilling promises. You can see all that. We see that with every single president, but they're a servant of the people. Your Congress, 
Congress is. When you the House of Representatives or the Senate, they're supposed to be a servant of the people. Listen, we got people uh, in office right now, and they're just using it as a cash machine and not serving the people. Understand this. I know somebody mad at me, but it's okay. When we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, we come face to face with the fact that now we have two wills in our life, whereas previously we only had one. One soul, two wills. We are a soul divided by will and plan at odds between sin and God, his will or mine. Then we realize if we are smart that the Christian life is a struggle of command and control. It is a struggle over the conflict of those uh, quote unquote or quote unquote whose will we choose to follow. We struggle over who has the lead say and sway. Uh Oh, that swag. Where my swag people at? who gets the helm of our lives and who gives us direction. Will it be the one who loves us and gives us life and salvation? Or will it be our desire for sin, our wants and agendas, or our past and or limited view of what we want versus what we uh, he wants? I'm just telling you, hey, this is all a struggle, a battle to do what you want or to do what God wants. I'm just I'm just only a messenger. Don't get upset at me. If we really, really want to grow in God, if we really, really want to be healthy uh, disciples and have vibrant uh, families, churches, businesses, relationships, something has to give and go. That something, quote unquote, is our will and way to be effectual disciples who are uh, God intention driven with God's purpose and glory in mind. Our houses personally and collectively must be laid at his feet. God must be in our all in all and our Lord, not just a friend and part time savior. That's Romans 7 and 17. We have his call and precepts, and we have a will and opportunity to respond, which is not forced upon us, which is a good thing, or uh, coerced or manipulated, yet we will cohere and manipulate our intentions and desire any way we can. Anybody been to a church where they manipulate you or coerce you and make you feel guilty? Uh, I'm going to leave that alone. Oh, boy, it just got up. It just got hot in here. The bottom line is, he is sovereign and can easily usurp and command us, but he rarely does. He allows us his gentle whisper, his incredible instructions to be given to us on a gentle, loving father-like invitation for us to take. Thus, for us to command, we have to take the orders and respond. We have to line up ourselves to God as lead and Lord. Here we go. We can only go as far in our faith or in the walk of life as we are willing to go. We are our own barrier and we are our own worst enemy. Satan aside, let's put that dude aside. He has nothing on what we can do to ourselves. So all of everybody that want to blame, uh, the devil made me do it, all that kind of stuff. Listen, he can't make you do nothing you don't want to do. All he can do is speak to your and your sensual desires. And what happens is because you want to do what you want to do, that's all he speaks to. So you still have to make a choice. He cannot make you do anything. Just like God cannot make you do anything. You have to choose to. Just like these disciplines of faith, you have to choose to do that. You have to choose to apply it. You have to choose to eat right. You have to choose to have healthy resilience. You have to choose. Choose ye this day. Oh my goodness. I feel like preaching y'all, but this is a conversation. I ain't going to do that, but it's all about 
your choice. So Satan aside, he has nothing on what we can do to ourselves. There may be no consequences that we see or bear a time. Perhaps we get stuck or complacent and never experience what he has had for us until we are called home and realize what we missed out on. But we have to realize now that what we think we gain is the biggest loss for the loss of opportunity. And what is really important, our growth and our ability and our opportunity to touch others for him. They say uh, there are more dreams uh, in the graveyard than in the world. Because more people didn't fulfill their dreams. More millionaires, multi-billionaires are in the grave than there are in the world. Because we didn't uh, want to have relations. We didn't give it over to God and let him lead our lives. We didn't walk by his principles and the way of uh, how to treat people and how to conduct ourselves. Oh, my goodness. Our habits, our intentions, our plans, our hopes are all catered to and commanded by our will. It will either be a will that wants to serve or a will that wants others to serve us, even God. Will it be strength of character and faith determined to follow Jesus or will it be a will of personal willpower? I am amazed. And how some people are so self-destructive with their will, even people who claim uh, Jesus as Lord. I even uh, seen people, even some Christians agonize on what direction they should take in life, such as should I take drugs or alcohol? Should I engage in uh, inappropriate relationship or just fool around with a straight married person? Or should I do things that I want to do, but uh, that I, I know are sinful? The correct path is not even considered ever. The real struggle usually is not about what is good, but what is bad and what is dire while ignoring what is good. Don't get mad at me. We are called to carry out the command and control of our will by responding to Jesus, surrendered and given over to him. This is the only proper and effectual service we offer to God, the service that emerges from our surrender to his lordship. To see if we really surrender, consider this simple test, what we would be willing to obey even if we did not want to. How do we do this? Realize the sonship or daughtership we have in him. It comes down to this fact we have to act. And Mark 8, 34 through 38, I'm sorry. Jesus said we are to obey, we are to deny ourselves. This means we are to surrender ourselves completely to him. We are to identify with his character and with that or with what he did on our behalf on the cross, and then out of gratitude, follow him wherever he leads us. Hey, hey, I didn't write it. Don't get mad at me. The call for us to surrender our pride and self-determination. This will help us with the desire to grow and mature in faith and recognize that Christianity is not a spectator sport. Listen, stop being lucky lows. Hey, you got to get into the game. Put me in, coach. It's all psychological. It, that's a Ace Ventura reference. Go watch the movie. Uh, that was a Ace Ventura one. <laughs> also, once we uh, fully realize that the love of Jesus has been poured out in us, we can identify ourselves in him. We will be able to identify Jesus' interests and others' 
over our own interests. That's John 15 and 3, Romans 9 and 3, and 1 Corinthians 9, 22. Surrender equates to our discipleship, which is about our response to his grace and love so we can be passionate and obedient to our Lord. Also, surrender helps ensure that our faith is developed from God's nature and not from ours. As with any great endeavor, the discipline of surrender is a journey we practice and pursue hand in hand with God. This does not just happen automatically and is not something we order like fast food. We must pursue him as we first pursued us. As Jesus himself said, yet not my will, but yours be done in Luke twenty-two forty-two. 42. This means we follow him with a determined purpose to pursue or a more intimate relationship through our disciplines with God in order to grow more deeply in Christ. This way, we are not superficial Christians, but purpose-driven Christians to his purpose, not ours of that of others. This leads us to our role, which is the model Christ-like character to the world, encouraging others to surrender themselves to Jesus the Christ. However, this is only the beginning, y'all. Jesus is the author and finisher of our faith. Surrender is the process by which grow. we grow toward him and his will and away from our will. Surrender make is making Jesus Lord of all of our life. We have to get rid of our perceptions, reckless ideas, faulty thinking, and other such things that are barriers to our growth so we can make room for him. God authors our faith and teaches us how to run the race according to his will, his glory, his worship, his purpose. Thus, we gain a deeper intimacy with our Lord and our commander and friend as our God and King, as our love and our reason for being in his purposes. We will find real contentment, joy and fulfillment. If you're looking for a solution to your problems, then surrender and search no more. If you feel like uh, life is overwhelming you, seek your comfort in him. He does not love, well, I should say he does love and care for you. He has your best in mind. We surrender to his love, not to his malevolent overload. Receive his care, receive his love, and surrender your doubts, your frustrations, your concerns, your frailty. Trust in God's love in all your circumstances. Allow him to be your inward peace and contentment. We are to have an attitude of accepting whatever God provides and being happy with it. We are not to seek self-gratification or temporary happiness in the shallow things of life. The fruit of anxiety is discontentment, distrust, selfishness, unhappiness, and stress as the focus becomes on our situation and not who we are in God. Being discontented will prevent the work of God in our heart and wills all the way. Take this heart. Jesus never asked anyone to do anything without enabling them with the power to do it. Let this be your encouraging motive. Cast your anxiety, fears, and trepidation, stress, and difficulties upon him. All of our cares are to be surrendered to our Lord. Not some, not a little, not almost all, but all of our cares, all that we have held in the past, the present, and what will be in the future. Ladies and gentlemen, we are out of time and we are done.
Thank you for tuning in to episode 20, Disciplines of Faith. I thank you for all the support and responses. New episodes will release every Thursday on iTunes and Spotify at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Please remember to subscribe and don't you listen to these episodes just once. Get them ingrained in your spirit. Remember, you can't exercise faith without discipline. Also, for anything to become a habit, psychologically takes 60 to 90 days, 66 to be exact. Remember, in all thy getting, get understanding and then practice implementing what you have learned. Remember, discipline is the key to discipleship. A special thanks to my man, KC, Kevin Clayton, at I Am Music Group for producing this show. Erica Duff for the artwork, the Flow Therapy Morning Show with Coco B and Frank Nitty on the Uncommon Gospel Radio Network. Alex Teamer, aka Team for the Baseline. Pastor Warren Campbell, that is my pastor. And Lena Bird-Miles for This Is The Day intro. And her new album drops, I believe, on May 22nd. So go and get Lena Bird-Miles' new album a shout out to shannon jackson and shay j entertainment and the holy ghost busters mobile ministry shout out to my man julian payne at the house of noho barbershop the house of noho podcast with julian payne listen he is a celebrity barber to the stars and everyone else if you're in the greater los angeles areas Look him up, House of No Host Barbershop, and join his podcast, House of No Ho Podcast. Also, remember to subscribe to This of the Day on whatever podcast platform you use. You can also follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Real Pastor Wade and Wade is spelled W-I-I-D. And remember to post any subject titles you would like discussed on This is the Day Facebook page or feedback on your Instagram stories on what you thought about the conversation. Always remember, God believes in you, and so do I. Till next time, this is the day. This is always the day for breakthrough, victory, redemption. Thank you for tuning in. Remember to subscribe to This Is The Day with Pastor Wade on any podcast platform that you use. You can interact with Pastor Wade with questions, comments, or subject titles you would like discussed. You can follow Pastor Wade at Real Pastor Wade, that is Real Pastor W-A-I-D, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.